Welcome to Musings with Marlo. I'm a woman of a particular age navigating through life in what we know as the second act. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to get real. If I can sum things up in what this journey has been for me, I would say it just like this. What? Nobody told me. <laughs> Therefore, I'm going to tell you. I'll share my stories, my experiences, my resources, and hopefully some wisdom. I'm Marlo, so have a seat and let's get started with today's musing. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. My first recording of the year. It's been a minute. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long time. Um, today's episode, it's about letting go. And I had an episode this morning where I could easily have gotten caught up in the uh, anger and bitterness of life circumstances, if you will. And uh, it was interesting because I knew I was going to be recording an episode of Let Go. And today, when I found myself having to go outside and shovel snow, I was a little bit angry and bitter because I not I'm not supposed to be in that situation, right? I'm I'm I was supposed to be married for the rest of my life and shoveling snow is not something that I envision myself doing. Not to say that it's a bad thing. I got out there and I did it, but it's one of those things that even after 8 years of not being with uh, my ex, certain times in life we get triggered about different things and it's very easy to get caught up in the negativity of it all so that's what our episode is about today it's about letting go and um, what do we consider letting go and how do we go about letting it go so let's go ahead and get started beautiful day in the neighborhood <laughs> okay so what do I mean by letting go right it's a new year and a lot of us are making New Year's resolutions. Actually, I don't make any New Year's resolutions because I find that I don't stick with them anyway. Um, but I do find that, right, every year we want to make ourselves better than the year before. So this topic today is about letting go because I've had a lot of conversations about a lot of my girlfriends about this. And uh, let's talk about what we mean by letting go, right? Um Kind of like don't sweat the small stuff. And when I talk about letting go, I mean, the you know, I'm talking about letting go in terms of, you know, judging people um, or letting yourself be affected by people who judge you. Um, I mean, letting go of the past, right? Some of us have a lot of hardships that we've had to deal with and sometimes letting go of those past memories or past circumstances is difficult. Um, and it makes it difficult for us to move forward. And sometimes it's about letting go of some of our past circumstances. You know, some of us keep repeating the same cycles and we don't know how to quite get out of it. Um, and um, so that's in terms of situations and circumstances, right? But there's also the part about letting go of people. You know, just because people have been part of our past doesn't mean that they need to be part of our future. If people that are surrounding us are negative, or if they're pulling us back and not allowing us to move forward, or if they are too negative or toxic, then yeah, let's let go of those people too. You know, let's, let's not make room for negativity in our life. And then there are other more simpler things like letting go of clothes that don't fit us, you know, or shoes. How many women 
pack up their closets with shoes and we can't part with them. We know it's in style now and we know that 10 years from now is going to be in style and we hang on to those things. And thus, you know, it creates clutter in our lives. So I've become, uh, I took a trip to Africa a couple of years ago and I came back wanting to be a minimalist and I've been trying to let go of a lot of things and not buy unnecessary stuff um, because I know that, you know, it's just stuff and let's focus on the things that really bring true meaning to our life. So, you know, when I talk about letting go, I'm also talking about those things that create clutter in our life and then letting go of feelings too we have where we can let go of things that bring us sadness or regrets you know I one of my favorite sayings is I live with no regrets I try to live with no regrets anyway and then letting go of grudges and anger I read this quote one time and I think I've mentioned it before in one of my previous podcasts is anger only hurts the vehicle in which it is carried so meaning, you know, I can be angry about s someone who did something to me, but guess what? They're living their life happy-go-lucky and I'm walking around carrying this anger and the only one getting hurt by it is me. So those are all the things I talk about when I talk about letting go. It's not just about letting go in terms of, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, but it's, you know, people, circumstances, material things, feelings. Um, and that's what I mean about letting go. So let's talk about when do we let go, right? Um, timing for letting go depends on circumstances. So let's talk about letting go of um, people or um, the past or circumstances, right? When we talk about that first group of things that I talked about, you know, when it comes to people in your life, you start to let them go when they no longer add value, you know, when they bring toxic uh, a toxic environment to you, negativity. We all have those people in our life, you know, and even though sometimes you may try to help them, they keep wanting to be sucked into that negativity. And believe it or not, we think that those things don't affect us, but they do, you know, surrounding ourselves with people who are, you know, positive instead of all this negativity. Also, letting go of judgment, like stop judging people, like, you know, geez, none of us are perfect. Like since when did we decide to be judge and jury of people? So what, you know, she doesn't cook for her kids every day. And so what, she doesn't make the bed when she gets up in the morning. And so what, you know, she's gained a few pounds, like stop it, stop with the judgment people. Um, it doesn't serve any good for anybody. I, I just don't understand it. Let people be Live your life and let others live um, and let go of that judging. And, 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 and on the other side, let go of how people judge you. Like if somebody's judging you, like, please, you know, thoughts don't affect me. I, I tell my girlfriends sometimes when they say to me, you know, so-and-so said this and so-and-so said that, and this is what she thinks and this is how she feels. And I, and I always say to my girlfriends, what are the facts? Stick to the facts. Is it a fact that you're out there partying and sleeping around with men? Is that a fact? No. Okay. So then who cares what she thinks? It's not a fact. So to me, it's like, if it's not a fact, don't let it affect you. Um, and if it is a fact, then <laughs> accept it for what it is and keep it moving. My other favorite saying is, look, if you don't pay my bills, I don't really care about what you have to say. 
if it doesn't impact my paycheck and it doesn't affect where I live, how I live and when I live, I don't care. So let's not just let go of, you know, people's judgments, but let's stop judging also. And then in terms of timing, right? How do I let go of the past? Letting go of the past. That's a hard one because it's a memory embedded in us forever. And if it's a memory that caused us pain, um, of course, we have those memories that cause us happiness, right? But if it's causing a positive vibe, then you want to hang on to it. But the negative memories is like try to bury those suckers and, and only take them out as needed. And when I say as needed, I don't mean like to get revenge or to no, I mean to learn from it, right? Everything negative that happened in our life should serve us as a lesson, not a regret necessarily, but a lesson. Learn from your negative things, learn from the mistakes, and then just keep it moving. Leave the past in the past and focused on the present and on the what the future brings. And then certain circumstances that you can't change at this point, it is what it is. You can't change circumstances that happened in the past. All you can do is learn from it. And sometimes when you let go of things that you can't control, eventually they fall into place. That's been my experience most of the time. Um, and by the way, I want to say a disclaimer. I usually say this at the beginning of my podcast. I am not a therapist. I am not a social worker. I don't have a license. I am speaking to you from my own personal experience and because I'm an opinionated person and I like to give my opinions. And on top of that, I, I want to help other women mostly. I'm sure men could benefit from this as well. But my focus is really to help my sisters, you know, help other women that may have gone through some of the things that I went through, or that I'm going through. And, you know, us women, we're always band together most of the time, and we try to help each other out. So that's the purpose. But I am telling you right now, I'm not a psychotherapist. So it's not like I have all the answers, but I'm just talking from my own personal experience, in hopes that maybe somebody can benefit from it. I know I like to learn from others all the time. It's my number one thing, learning and sharing. All right, so let's talk about when we need to, um, when do we uh, let go of people? And I think I mentioned this before is when they're no longer adding value to you. You know, just because you grew up with someone your entire life doesn't mean that that person has to remain in your life. I heard Oprah say today in one of her Instagram posts saying, you can still um, love someone even though they're no longer in your life. Um, you can love them from afar and um, you can still miss someone even though you've made the choice not to have them in your life. And that's true. You know, I, I have cut off a lot of people gradually um, when I found that, look, I appreciate everybody's opinion. And I know that in my life, the people that are in my life now, trust me, are very opinionated. And I know they come from a, a good place, right? They have a good heart and they come from a good place. But people who have ulterior motives or who I felt were not really authentic or sincere, they're out. They're out or they're in a separate bucket. Um, and it, it wasn't difficult for me to do that at all. It's all about me creating an environment and a life that... I want to wake up to and be happy. So anybody who's not adding value to your life shouldn't even be in your life, 
period, end of discussion. The only times that maybe there's an exception to that is with your kids and your parents. And even then, after your kids become grown and they're making decisions, if they're making stupid decisions that are creating a toxic environment for you, cut them off. (laughs) Love them from afar. And then, of course, the material things. Look, let's get rid of those clothes that don't fit anymore. I am one. I must have about five different sizes in my closet. And I've slowly but surely gotten rid of most. Um, I'm never going to be that size five again. Or an eight or ten for that matter. So get rid of it. I'm done with it. Shoes that, whether they're going to come back in style or not, get rid of it. And to be honest with you, I started to purchase now things that are more classic. Uh, Things that don't go out of style, staple pieces, um, neutral colors. So that way I will wear those things to the ground and I don't have to replace them and I don't have to keep shopping. I want things to fit in my closet. And if it's not in my closet that I can see it, that I can easily pick it, then it then I don't want it. If it doesn't fit in my closet where I can see it and I can get use out of out of it, then I don't want it. So I think that that's one of the things that we need to think about. And I know that there's people out there saying, look, if it doesn't bring you joy, let it go. And I agree. If you look at a piece of chatsky that you have laying around your house and you don't even remember who gave it to you or what it means or what, get rid of it. That's just more stuff for you to clean. I've told people for the past few years, do not give me gifts. Do not give me any gifts. You want to give me something? Give me a memory. Let's create a memory. Give me an experience. But I'm done collecting stuff. I'm over 50, like none of this stuff is going to go with me when I die. So I, I don't want it. Don't give me stuff. Just give me an experience. Let's let's make a memory together. And that to me carries more value. So, you know, and, and the more things that you have, I feel like the more stress you have too. The less that you have in your life, the easier it is to navigate without bumping into things. Um, and then in terms of feelings, that's a little harder. Um sadness these days there's so much sadness in the world today and that's a really hard thing um to pass and to to not think of the only thing I can say is that we all have to experience sadness right at one point or another because without sadness how do you recognize happiness right um and in terms of regret and grudges and anger those are all legitimate feelings and we should be allowed to feel those whenever we feel them. But what we can't do is let ourselves get trapped and stay in that place. And that is a lot harder um, and it's easier said than done. But hopefully I can share some of the things with you that worked for me um, with the hopes that maybe they work for you. So, um, So how do we let go takes a few things, right? It takes, first of all, support. And what I found for me, I'm very lucky that I have a good uh, circle of friends. I'm an only child, so I don't have brothers and sisters to lean on, which I think sometimes even if you have them, it's like you don't have them. I know a lot of siblings that don't get along, but then I also know a lot of siblings that love each other and they lean on each other and that's all they have. Like they really are a tight knit family and they rely on each other. I unfortunately don't have that. So I've created a family of my own. I have sisters that I lean on for support and I'm very lucky, but those people who have been carefully chosen, 
They each bring something different to the table. And I hope that I contribute to them as much too, because they deserve it. And I certainly want to give them in return as much as they give me. So surrounding yourself with a good support system, I think is important. People who cheer you, right? People who make you feel good. People who kind of like say, you know, at a girl, you know, I knew you could do it or wow, you're amazing, you know, and and I do that for people on social media that I don't even know. I see these stories and I'm like, oh my God. And I make sure that I send them a positive vibe. Um, and, you know, that comes back to me twofold. The other thing that I think is important that a lot of people lack is self-awareness. Guys, man, self-awareness is such an interesting thing and it's such an important tool. If you don't have the support system being honest with you and telling you about yourself, then you need to be at least self-aware of your negatives, your positives, when you're contributing, when you're taking away from people, when you're being authentic, when you're not being authentic. Self-awareness, if you don't know about it, I suggest you study it because it's something that I think is lacking a lot in today's world. People are just not self-aware anymore. And in order for you to improve yourself, you have to be self-aware. You have to know what your pitfalls are. You have to know what gets you going and, and, and what relaxes you and what makes you happy and what makes you sad and what, and your place in the world and how you contribute and how, so self-awareness is really important. So if you don't know about it, I suggest you research it. Get yourself a nice little self-help book on self-awareness. Um, you also have the will, you have to have the will to do things and that's not easy. Um, I really dislike people who have that daily determination on a daily basis. And I have those people in my life and I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, how do you do it? It's annoying, but it's something that I envy when I see people get up with the same gusto that they get up with every single day. It just, I wish I had that, you know, but I don't, I have to work at it. And I'm going to share with you some of the things that I do, um, to work on it. Um, but one thing I will say that might help some people, I know I did it after my uh, divorce for a little bit. I actually for a lot, I did it for four years, but therapy. And I know these days, these therapists are busy with COVID and all this stuff going on. And so I think that going to therapy definitely helps. And then the other thing I want to say about therapy is it's interesting because it's like a yoga class. You have to find the therapist that works for you. Not all therapy is the same. Not all therapists are the same. So unfortunately, it's something that can be a little time consuming and frustrating, but you have to look around and find the one that works for you. Uh, that's important. But I think therapy could be something that might help a lot of people. Um, and then uh, in terms of how do we let go of situations that we cannot control, um, here's here are the things that I'm going to tell you that I've done to deal with things um, when I was when I go through anything, uh, my downs, I, I call them my my friend calls them going dark. Oh, you're going dark. Okay. And going dark to him means I'm going to take a break from people. I'm going to take a break from everything. And I need to just, you know, reboot. Uh, I'm one of those people that when I feel down and 
out. I like to be alone, but it's not because I'm depressed. So I'm going to die or cry or even though there might be some element to all of that, but it's really because I don't want to put this negative energy on anybody else. You know, everybody has a hard time enough as it is carrying around negativity and dealing with it on a daily basis. I don't like when people bring me their negative stuff. I don't want to bring it to other people. So when I'm feeling some type of way, I like to stay to myself and go through it, you know, figure it out. I allow myself to feel what I'm feeling and I definitely give myself a time depending on what it is. And then after that time is up, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, what are we going to do to get out of this? And I start to do little things. And what I will tell you that works for me is breaking things down um, into categories and focusing on the things that you can change. Because one of the things that I think is the most frustrating for all of us is we put way too much energy into the things that we can't change. You can't control other people. You can't change people's attitudes. And I will tell you, I don't know what age this stops, but what I always tell people is like, look, they're 40. They're not going to change who they are because by the time you're 40, the core of who you are is already there. And unless you're somebody who's really self-aware and is really authentic and is really trying to change the negative things that they they feel are negative about themselves, we're not going to change. I'm already 50-something years old. I am who I am. I'm the way I'm going to be, and that's it. I may make certain compromises, but the core of who I am, I'm already, this is it. This is how you get what you get, you know? So, um, but what I do find is that sometimes when we're in this negative space, breaking down things into small pieces, because I find that for me, what happens is I get overwhelmed with the list of, everything that's going wrong or everything that I need to work on. But I forget about patting myself on the back about the things that I've accomplished. So I become a little bit more uh, in tuned with, okay, forget about what you didn't do. What did you do? What did you do today? And what are you happy about today? And, and what are you glad that you got? And I try to flip it and, and focus on the things that I did that were helpful to me today. Um, the other things that um, I do is I, I find things to balance the bad, right? So sometimes I'm having a bad day at work. You know, I work from home. I'm home all day long. My interaction with people is minimal. And sometimes it could get lonely and frustrating and just, it's it's just weird. It's a weird time that we're all living in. So I try to find things to um, break that monotony. So one thing I've incorporated now is I walk every single day for 30 minutes. And I know it's a cliche. Everybody talks about walking, but it really does help just to get out, get some air, I try to walk, you know, every day. If I don't walk outside, I walk on the treadmill. And this is something that I just incorporated. And I'm not always consistent. So I'm not going to say I'm consistent. But what I, like I said, I'm trying small steps. So what I do is I started by saying, look, just show up three days a week. If I show up more, great. But three days a week is my minimum, you know. Um, the other thing I've tried to do is I know the things that bring me joy. You know, I like to write. Um, I'm writing a book, which I'll talk about that later. I much later, like, I don't know, 10 podcasts down the road. I'm, hopefully I'll finish it this year. We'll see. Um, I like to, I'm working currently on my vision board for 2022. Um, I like to read, um, or listen to an audiobook. I'm listening to the Will Smith audiobook right now, which by the way, I think it's fabulous. There's so much that I can relate to in that book. Um, 
and I just try to find things that I enjoy. The little things, even if it's like a, going back to an old TV show. The other day, my favorite movie to watch that always gets me in a good mood is Pretty Woman. And I watched it recently again. You know, every day, just finding joy in the little things. Um, my son recently was sick. And I, I remember feeling overwhelmed a little bit. And, and he's my baby. You know, he's my only son. So, yeah, he's 20. But to me, he's five. Um, but anyway, I, I took a moment and I said, how lucky am I that I work from home and I'm able to take care of my son and I'm working from home and I get to earn a living and I get to, I'm like, this is, uh, this is my life. And I'm like, so grateful. And that just put a smile on my face and it carried me through the rest of the day, just taking that one moment to think about that and appreciate it. So definitely being appreciative of the little things in life. The other thing I did think talking about little things, and this is going to be kind of funny. One of my girlfriends, I went to visit her in Florida and she walked out of her room wearing this silky robe that was just fabulous. And I looked at her and said, look at you walking around your nice, you know, uh, townhouse and your silk, you know, robe looking all pretty and feminine and, and she was like, girl, this thing is everything. It makes me feel so, you know, nice and, you know, soft and, and you know, girly. Yeah, I came home that next week. I bought myself a nice little silky robe. And let me tell you something, it works. I threw on that silk robe and I walk around this house like you can't tell me nothing. I'm the queen of my castle. So even those little things, it, they sound insignificant, but... You know, it's really, when they say it's the little things, it really is the little things. So I encourage you all to seek out the little things that make you happy. And whenever you're having one of those days, you know, allow yourself to feel it. If you're feeling sad, allow yourself to feel sad. If you're feeling unmotivated, allow yourself to feel unmotivated. But give yourself a timeline and say, you know what? I'm going to do this for 24 hours or I'm going to do this until the morning. And when I get up tomorrow morning, this is how my day is going to go. And then just do it, you know, so. Those are my little tidbits. The other thing I also do is music. Music is always something that puts me in a good mood, you know, breaking out those old songs and singing. Um, that's another thing that you can do. And sometimes going for a drive when it's beautiful outside. I don't do it now. It's winter, but in the summertime or in the spring or the fall, I have a, a buggy convertible. I get in my buggy convertible and I go for a ride. I blast that music and it's heaven heaven on earth. So honestly, it's, it's a chore and it takes effort, but you have to do this with purpose. So you have to be purposeful when you're trying to get yourself out of these ruts. And when you want to let go, um, letting go of things you cannot control. I've purposely avoided talking about situations that involve relationships with men and women, because I don't want all of this, my podcast, and all, even though I want to empower women, I don't want to turn this into a man versus woman thing and, and you know, uh, a man-hating session or whatnot. But, you know, I will say this. Um, when you have a breakup, 
whether it's a divorce, whether it's a short-term breakup, long-term breakup, regardless of what it is, if your feelings were invested, there's a, a level of hurt that goes on and there's anger and there's resentment and grudge, all of those feelings that come with a breakup. But what I will tell you is that all of it is normal, but what's not normal is putting all of your energies into that other person, meaning looking up their social media. What are they doing? Oh my God, I can't believe he did this. And then listening to other people bring you gossip about that person. Oh, did you know that he did this? And did you know that she did this? And No, no, no. Like don't entertain it. You know, putting all of your energy into what that other person is doing or comparing yourself to others. Comparison is the killer of joy. That is something that takes a lot of effort to do and it's negative effort. So what you want to do instead is whenever you go down that path, switch it around and focus on you. What can you do to make yourself feel better? <clears throat> Take your focus away from what that other person is doing for you, not doing. Um, and I know that's very hard to do, especially if you have someone who's toxic and who's buzzing in your ear and is on you. Um, I don't have that circumstance. I could have, you know, I feel like I could have gone down that path if I was that person that attempted to make his life miserable, but I didn't have the, first of all, I didn't have the time or the energy, but the other thing was my focus was to try and make myself feel better as quickly as possible. And because he wasn't <clears throat> contributing to a good feeling, the easiest thing for me was to let that go and focus on the things that would give me a good feeling. So regardless of whether it's a breakup or not, any person that's bringing you negative feelings, then I would say to you, try your best to just don't focus on who you cannot control. Focus on what you can control. And that is you. And remember that you are your own vehicle. You control what comes in and out of your body. So you don't want negativity and you don't want anger and resentment and regrets and all of those harsh feelings to eat at your soul and eat at your spirit. So you want to always try. I'm not telling you not to feel it, right? Because we're human. We have to feel those things and we have to allow ourselves to feel it. But what I'm saying is try not to get stuck in that place. Give yourself a time frame and say, hey, I'm going to allow myself to feel this for the next three hours, but in three hours, I'm snapping out of it. And this is the way I'm going to do it. And just let yourself feel it. Um, anyway, that's my take on letting go. And what I will say in conclusion is it's a new year, 2022. We've gone through a lot these past two years. Life is too short. People take life, be a little lighter this year. Enjoy the small things, create good habits, surround yourself with positive people, minimize news watching. Oh Lord. I am a news person. Minimize that. It's got nothing but negative stuff going on. Minimize social media. Look, I have a love hate relationship with social media, but honestly, social media, what it, it, it makes is it's not real. You know, you, what you're seeing in social media is a moment in time. Don't believe everything you see or read. So minimize social media um, and stop comparing yourself to others. Comparison is the killer of joy. Focus on yourself. And most importantly, I cannot stress this enough. Most importantly, most importantly, if you're going to remember anything from this podcast, remember this.
Be authentic. Be authentic. Be authentic. You are the only you and you are special and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. That's my take. Anyway, everyone, thank you for listening. Until next time.